Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Spinnerfell. What's up, y'all? Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. Two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. Week 10 is in the books. That's what they say. And uh, we're ready to talk about it. How you doing, though, first? Uh, yeah, I'm, I guess I'm pretty good. Um, you know, it was a, a rough weekend of foot. Well, I'll say this, you know, this weekend, well, obviously we'll get into the Falcons, but you know, for me, it's like, um, luckily I always have my, my bulldogs to root for on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And they just look absolutely unstoppable. You know, I they're can't, number one in the country. They're now, number right? one in the country, and yeah. they have the most ridiculous defense on the face of the planet. I cannot wait to see where these guys wind up in the NFL because I think all of these guys are going to be highly sought after, especially after the season that we're watching and how it's like yeah, the defenses. inconsistency yeah. of like how teams are like. Oh my God, they're great! Oh shit, they lost to who? Like, oh yeah. my God, they're great again! Oh fuck, they lost again! Like, it's been a year like that for a lot of teams in the NFL, uh, and I think you know there aren't that many great quarterbacks that are going to come out of the college football, uh, come out of the draft this year from college football. But I think you're going to see a lot of big time defensive players. I look uh, forward to that. I prefer that. Mm. I prefer when the <laughs> when they take tone the hype down yeah. on these quarterbacks. It's so annoying every year. And then you have your good ones, and then you have your ones that don't pan out for a little bit, and then you have your busts, you know? Mm. But everybody's so quick to fucking judge already. These Bulldogs are no joke, dude. They're vicious. Nice. Fun to watch. Uh, My team lost a rivalry game, so that sucked. I saw that, and I was watching... uh, My game was... The Bulldogs game was on at the same time, but I was seeing the highlights come through as I was watching the game, and that crazy touchdown... Where it like tipped off of the dude's hands, but the Miami guy caught it, and I was like, "Oh shit, that's great!" But then they kind of they blew it at the end, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I mean, you start off losing seventeen uh, or fourteen points. Right yeah, away, they were so. in a hole. Sucks to lose to Florida State. That's got to be your yeah. biggest rival, right? It's definitely. Yeah. And I'm in a group chat with high school friends. Yeah. Almost all of them went to Florida State, uh, and I'm like, oh, it's shit. me and one other dude, and we're the only ones that root for Miami. And lately, we've been talking our shit, mm. and then when and they're just all like, mm, you know, they're all sad, and I almost feel bad for them because Florida State's been so bad. But I still got to talk my shit because <laughs> when Florida State was uh when they had Jameis Winston and all that, they were talking their shit, and now I'm just mm-hmm. like quiet. I didn't even say a word. <laughs> I didn't say good game. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Better luck next year. Yeah, was, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, you want to get into these games right away, or is there news? There is news. We didn't talk about OBJ. Yeah, is now a member of the Los Angeles Rams, and was going to immediately make them a Super Bowl contender. Um, 
Because as soon as he steps on the... Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that later. Uh, um, he It's a one-year deal up to $4.25 million. Damn, that's a drop-off. Yeah. I, I, I think it's like there's a lot of um, sort of incentives baked into it, obviously. Oh, that's good. Um, good for both parties. There's been a lot of back and forth, like kind of head-scratching, like, oh, was this really the best place for him to go? But... Honestly, I kind of think that maybe it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think it was only about the targets. You know, the fact that he and Baker Mayfield, like he wasn't being targeted. I don't think it was purely about that. I think it was about a lot of other things. I think he's also interested in chasing a ring, mm-hmm. which, you know, to be fair, I mean, despite the, both the Browns and the and the Rams lost this week, but I'm if if you only said I could pick one of those teams to win the Super Bowl, I'm telling you that I'm picking the Rams. Yeah, right. Um, <clears throat> and also, just on a personal level, from a guy who clearly gives a shit about being in the spotlight, I mean, there are no the 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 opportunities to do that in L.A. are limitless. Obviously, you yeah. Know? So on the field, off the field, this guy can live his. His look at me, I'm special life as much as he wants. Um, And I think he got himself a more proven quarterback, again, despite what we saw last night. Uh, I'd believe I have more faith in Matthew Stafford to turn his shitty week around than I do in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and Baker's beat up bad, man. Yeah, he is pretty beat up. Um, So I, 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 I think he's, yeah, I think he made a good choice. Everybody won. Uh, Cleveland got the, ga- sure. the cancer out. Sure. I yeah. feel like he joined Cleveland because he wanted to hang out with uh, Jarvis Landry. Mm. I guess like he kind of joined for the wrong reasons. He thought it was going to be fun to uh, be with his his college uh, he, homie. I mean, he never seemed like the right fit for Cleveland right. anyway, given that they are such a run-heavy offense. Yeah. So if you're going to be the guy who's going to you know throw your toys on the floor when you don't get enough targets, yeah. when you play for a team that has two great running backs, then didn't really seem like the best choice to go there in the right. first place. It's like they have a, <clears throat> a hard hat workmansman. They need those type of receivers. Like but maybe Anquan he Bolden really types. thinks that much of himself. Maybe he really went into it thinking, you know, oh, well, I'll change them. Or he really wanted to get out of New York. Yeah. Maybe that too. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the guy personally. I don't. We don't. I like, do. We don't chat. You know. <laughs> I know him. Um, and he told me to tell everybody uh, that he made the right decision, so y'all can fuck off. That's what he said. Well, there you go. <laughs> I saw he made a post on Instagram with the. I thought it was pretty cool. He made. He put. Um, he reenacted um, the Biggie Small song, the intro to "Going Back to Cali." Uh huh. When the, uh, have you ever heard that? Yeah. When he's um, P- Puffy calls him. Oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, hey, man, get ready, man. He's like, I'm up, I'm up. You know, I, do a big, I do a really good biggie. <laughs> Diddy's like, hey, man, you ready? <sighs> Where we going? Where we going? <laughs> and he's like, flight. So just say he gives him the flight information. And the biggie's like, Kelly? <laughs> he's like, yeah, going going to Cali. And he did a whole, he reenacted that. I thought it was pretty cool. That's funny. Uh, but I was wondering, like, how does he know that? I was in high school when that came out, when the album came out. Ah, whatever. You, people know shit. I'm starting to feel old, man. Um, the other big news uh, was Cam Newton going back to the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Von, um, Von Miller, too? Von Miller, yeah. Oh, did we say that already? I think we did that one okay. last week. All right. Carolina Panthers one is really funny because, I mean, 
I mean, again, we'll, we'll get into that later, but I was fully prepared to come in here and sort of roast the Panthers. Yeah, me too. For this, like, you know, I, I was actually going to put them in the category of like, like they're in this competition for the most poorly managed team in the NFL, right? Because they, they <laughs> I mean, they, they shit can this guy out of town because they don't think he's good enough anymore. They blow draft picks out of their ass yeah. to try Teddy Bridgewater. That fails. Sam Donald, that fails. And then they turn around and bring him back. Uh, yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, this week, I mean, whatever. This week, I, I think, has... He was in for one package. They're going to remember why they got rid we'll of him. See. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll <laughs> see. He was we'll in for see. the goal line package. But they're paying him quite a bit of money. They're paying him $10, $10 million. million. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's four point five guaranteed. The rest is bonuses and incentives. But whatever. You get the point. Yeah. Um, I just felt a little... Uh, whatever. Maybe that's the cheapest you could get Cam Newton for. I like Cam Newton's thing. It was very funny. They were asking him, you know, like... Because he kind of like... He had this crazy reaction when he when he scored and... You know, and they were With like, the "I'm back." Yeah, and, and I'm back. And they were like, "Oh, why did you? Why did you risk like taking a penalty? Like he took a 15 yard penalty for unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct." He was like, "Yo, he's like last week, I was sitting at home eating cereal." <laughs> Which I think is kind of a fair. Like yeah. I like that response. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude. I I would I've I would be pumped as a motherfucker. Yeah, it's like if, and 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 so were a lot of people in America. You know, what if I mean? last like, week I was eating cereal, yeah. this week I was scoring I'm, an NFL touchdown. My dream, living my dream. I'm back, motherfucker. Hey, you got to cut the dude some slack, man. I, yeah, shout out to him, man. Yeah, I've always it. liked him. I think he's fun. He he's more. It's more fun with him in the league. I can say that. I, yeah. I, I like it. It's, it's an true. interesting narrative. You know what's fun. Tell me what's fun. <laughs> Tell me what's fun because I don't, as a Falcons fan, I forgot what it means to have fun. What's fun is if 3% of the people in uh, in the ESPN pigskin pick them in the entire country, 3% thought that uh, the Miami Dolphins were going to lose. And they were wrong. <laughs> I, I picked it too. I picked the Dolphins would lose. You picked the Dolphins would lose? Yeah. Oh, I deferred, right? No, I, t- I kept it. No, you kept it. And I said Dolphins were going to I said the Ravens And you did. You said the Ravens were going to win. I listened yeah, I listened back to it. I was just like And uh yeah, they they did not win. No. They lost 22 to 10. Mm-hmm. Um my lord, what what <laughs> What the hell? You stayed up and watched this. I didn't I got, yeah, I don't What miss, happened? I watch every Dolphins game live <clears throat> and uh I got up and uh watched it just ready to be sad. Mm. Ready to uh, be super distracted by Twitter, you know what I mean? Mm. When you know it's gonna be bad, so you just distract yourself with tweets, right? And then that defense came alive. Uh, I was really worried because the offense wasn't doing anything with Jacoby Brissett, right? And we're getting field goals, and I was like, man, we should get a touchdown here. And then they couldn't do shit. It was great. They were they were doing that amoeba thing. Mm. Dropping people out, bringing people in, and confusing the hell out of uh, out of uh, the Ravens, and bottling it up so much that uh, Lamar Jackson didn't have many lanes. Yeah, I wrote down that he had. Um, t- it was twenty. He was twenty six for forty three, two hundred thirty eight yards, one TD, one pick, only averaged five yards per pass. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know it was five yards per pass. Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, yeah. Well, they uh, yeah they bottled him up. Uh, and it was a beautifully executed game plan. Um, the one time they got a touchdown, they were assisted by 35 yards and penalties. Right. But t- one horrible 
roughing the passer, or he bumped chest with him. Did you see that? Yes. There were multiple horrible roughing the passer penalties called. It's getting out of hand, man. This week. I, I have something to say about it later. It's getting out of hand. But anyway, Miami pulled it out. I was really glad for my team. And Miami has a stretch of shitty teams that they're playing against. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, with quarterbacks who aren't as good as <laughs> as uh, as Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. who might have a tougher time dealing with that defense. Don't you have the Jets next? Yeah. We play the Jets twice within the next five games. Oh, damn. We got Jets. Let's look at it, man. I gotta, I gotta, go, I gotta <laughs> dig into. I'm sorry, everybody. I don't want to be the super homer, but it's I got Dolphins podcast now. Yeah, I know, right? The next games. I'm sorry about this, everybody. I'll apologize right away. But this uh, next game is the Jets. Then it's the Panthers, who we just talked about. Right. Then it's the Giants. Uh-huh. Then it's the Jets again, and then it's the Saints. They could go on a run here. They could go on a run, and right now with three and seven. This and could we'll be get six into or, the, six or seven and seven. And the like reason that. why this is, we'll talk about. I think maybe we'll. I would like to do a standings check in update okay. again. Not now, but maybe yeah. in the next episode. Yeah. And there's a very interesting conversation to be had that makes what you're saying actually relevant. Yeah. Despite the fact that they don't have that many wins, because it is a tight, tight yes. race all over the place. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah. So that was it. That's all I got to <laughs> say about the game. I was really happy, even though we bet against it, and we, you know, I lost money on the game because uh, it was the Thursday night game. We do that parlay and all of that. You know how many times he ran the ball, Lamar Jackson? No, we bet nine and a half. Hmm. He ran the ball nine times. <laughs> that motherfucker. <laughs> we said Lamar Jackson's gonna run the ball more than nine and a half times, and he ran it exactly nine times. <sighs> Such I is life. Hate that guy. Follow our bets on Patreon.com/slash/NFL um, or don't. <laughs> Do the opposite of what we say, and you can be a rich man yeah, or a woman. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, yeah. <clears throat> what, 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 look, we're going to make the, the, the rest of them faster. I just had to get through my thoughts. I'm not making that promise. We're not making the rest of them faster. Because <laughs> we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. And in the next game, uh, yeah, I was almost certain that the Cowboys <laughs> were going to beat the Falcons. So despite the fact that, yeah, I... It that happened forty three to three. Look, yeah. so the first thing I wrote in my notes is that when I as I was watching this game was that it looked like one of those days where the Falcons weren't going to be able to stop a nosebleed, which turned out to be the case. Yeah, uh, the Cowboys looked very eager to bury the tape from that terrible performance against the Broncos last week. Mm. Uh, Dak went twenty four for thirty one, two hundred ninety six yards, averaged nine point five yards per pass with two touchdown passes. Dak also rushed for a touchdown in this one. CD Lamb was all over the game. That dude was a monster. Oh, my gosh. And I have him in fantasy, so despite the fact that we were just getting murdered, I was like, oh, well, at least he's throwing at the CD Lamb. Thank yeah. God for that. Uh, but, you know, in the beginning, the Falcons kind of looked like they were going to hang in there with the Cowboys at first, right? Yeah. Um, they looked pretty good on their first drive, and I, I guess I kind of hoped this would turn into one of those sort of like shootout games, you know, where like the last team to have the ball would win. But, yeah, that – that did not happen uh, because really what happened is that, you know, the Cowboys hung 29 points on us in the second quarter. God damn. Um, it was the moment that we turned the ball over on downs with a failed fourth and seven. Fourth and seven. When are they going to stop this? I'm shit? like, at that point in the game, and it's seven to three at that point in the game, right? So instead of making it a one-point game, Arthur Smith, Smith makes this incredibly stupid call turns the ball over, and the route is on. Is there anybody that looks dumber during the game than Arthur Smith? No. Like I said, he is Mr. Fucking Potato Head. <laughs> uh, 
So the Cowboys proceeded to punch us in the mouth repeatedly, yeah, yeah. and we ended the half with the Cowboys blocking a punt that they recover in the end zone for a touchdown yeah, and a 36-3 to so lead. Matt Ryan was 5 for 12 with 66 yards passing at the half. God damn. In the first half, the Falcons ran 23 plays. Can you guess how many the, the, the Cowboys ran? 40. 41. Oh. Uh. Total Total fucking dominance. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, <clears throat> we threw back to back to back interceptions in the second half. God. Two by Matt Ryan, uh, and one that I didn't even see from Josh Rosen, who came in and went one for six. Thank, <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, <laughs> but I will say, okay, it's only one loss. It is one loss. Everything's close. Everybody in the division lost except for Carolina that day. So it's whatever. It's fine. But. Whatever. Here's the thing. But there's there's one last thing I'd kind of like to say related to the Cowboys, despite the fact that they obviously played fantastic. They did something in this game that if I was a Cowboys fan, I would be so fucking pissed off at Mike McCarthy. The score is 36 to three. It's fourth and two on the Atlanta four yard line. And not only does he go for it like you know, sort of like my son does when I'm playing him yeah, in Madden and yeah. he's up like 57 to six and he does a fake field goal so he can score another touchdown. And I'm just like, fuck you. Uh, but he does so by putting his franchise quarterback in harm's way and risking the collapse of their entire yes. season on a touchdown that didn't even matter. And Dak got, he got popped. I bet. He got popped hard right at the goal line and then he managed to make it across and we're all like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But can you, I mean, dude. Yeah. <clears throat> The guy, I mean, he he's easily the most important player on the team. Yeah. He's already recovering from more than one injury this year. Scars. And you put him in the crosshairs to run up the score to prove a point for despite the result. I mean, I, I just think that that might be one of the dumbest coaching decisions I've seen all year. You know what McCarthy, I mean? McCarthy, man. <clears throat> you said he don't really like him. I don't like him. I'm saying McCarthy doesn't like Dak. Is what you were saying? Oh man, yeah. You well, I think he knows which side of you know his yeah, yeah. his bread is buttered on. Yes, if you exactly. know what I'm saying. Um, the last here's the last thing I'm going to say about this game. I promise. Okay. Do, do you know what I really hate about this year's Falcons the most? Uh, Arthur Smith. It, sort of. Yes. <laughs> it, it's despite the fact that we have a new coach and a new GM. Yeah. But what I imagine is a whole new philosophy and strategy. They remind me of last year's Falcons and the year before that and the year before that. They show up one week and they look sneaky good, you know, <laughs> in some cases scary. Uh, and then they show up and lay a fucking turd. Yeah. I, I just wish, you know, honestly, it's hard. I understand it's difficult. I just wish that there were more, you know, qualified coaching candidates with slightly more imaginative play calling abilities. I mean, you know, the mm. pool of smart coaches just appears to be too small. You have to hire an Arthur Smith, apparently. Coaches and linemen. It's just too bad. Coaches and offensive linemen, I think, are at a at a minimum right now. It's just a shame there isn't somebody out there yeah. who knows what they're doing. Yeah, man. They, uh, there's some <clears throat> offensive coaches out there that just yeah still coaches just offense. aren't. They don't interview well, apparently. <laughs> Ugh, okay, I'm, I'm done with that game. Uh, Who picked this next one? It was me. You picked the Titans to beat the Saints, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Twenty-three yeah. to twenty-one. Uh, this was a pretty interesting game that the Titans nearly let slip away at the end, 
Uh, I, I guess. Yeah. I guess you could say the Saints got better as the game went on, but you could also say that the Titans kind of took their foot off the gas. That's what happened in a man. game that uh, they really should have won comfortably, given that the Saints were, you know, have forced to use Trevor Simeon and they had no Alvin Kamara. Yeah, but they had a parlay to ruin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they ruined their parlay. Uh, it's, it's, it's personal. <clears throat> it was a slow start in this game, uh, and luckily for the Titans, Fat Randy Bullock. Helped get them going and keep them ahead in this game, uh, you know, as it went on, like when they really needed him. There were a lot of drop passes by the Titans, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Actually, the Titans also got a, a very fortunate bullshit roughing the passer penalty that negated a Tannehill pick in the end zone. Yes. We saw a lot of this this weekend. I have a, again, more to come later. Uh, the box score does not truly capture how bra- bad Trevor Simeon looked. Yeah, man. In this game. He was 19 for 34, extremely inaccurate day for him, throwing balls to ghosts. He was under a lot of pressure, to be fair. He got sacked four times, I think. Um, It still makes me think of last year when they were trotting out Taysom Hill. Mm -hmm. How bad is he if you're taking Trevor Simeon instead? That's a really good question. And how low do you... What's your opinion of Jameis Winston when you weren't putting him in? And they offered... Didn't they offer... um, Taysom Hill, like, kind of a big contract, too? Yeah. And wasn't it the the conversation at the beginning of the year was like, you know, is it going to be Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill? And then they decided, like, how the, hell did Trevor, how the hell did Trevor Simeon slip into this spot? Because Taysom Hill's not good. <laughs> he shouldn't even, they shouldn't even be talking about it as anything besides a tight end, like, gadget type of player. I mean, this was a day that they could have, I mean, they really could have won because it's not like Tannehill was good. He only went 19 yeah. for 27, 213 yards. Uh, the Saints did a good job of holding A.J. Brown. It's only 16 yeah. yards receiving. They have um, a good defense. That's the thing, man. Everybody talks about their offense all the time, but they got a good defense. But, you know, the thing that's interesting about the Titans, I mean, you know, in this game especially, you saw it, like, their run game was really, like, anemic. Like, they did nothing, but... You know, it's. I mean, what a great sign it is that they can still like stack another win without Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I, I mean, they're still the number one team in the AFC. Am I wrong about that? I think they are. I think so too. I think they're the number one team in the AFC. Yeah, they're eight and two. Nobody was saying. Yeah. Uh, the Titans D was good in this game, though. I, I mean, they had some really nice like bend but not break moments that mm. made a huge difference. They had like a goal line stand forced the Saints to settle for a field goal instead of a touchdown. Big-time stop on a two-point conversion that would have tied the game, obviously. Also, the Saints kind of fucked themselves by getting a pen. Like, they were going to go for the two-point conversion, and then they got a – I think they got a false start penalty. Oh, yeah, Pushed yeah, them back, yeah. um, which is what led to the – <laughs> it was what part. led to the post-game interview with <laughs> oh, Sean yeah. Payton. Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of getting a little saucy. Yeah. Getting a little <laughs> saucy in the post-game with this female reporter who was asking dumb questions. No explanation. <laughs> there wasn't an explanation. What do you want me to say? You want my opinion on it? No, no opinion on it. Next, Next question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and ben. then she asked him about the penalty. That I thought we had a good plan coming in. Yeah, everything. I mean, significant from the two to the significant. 
We'll see. I'm not going to tell you what play it was, Catherine. No, Seriously. Not a play, but I just Next question. Know. Next question. <laughs> Next question. He was Obviously not having it. the play when you're on the two and you go to the seven. <laughs> Oof. He was, uh, he he was, was rude as fuck. Yeah, he was not having <laughs> it. Yeah, he wasn't playing at all, man. He was not having it. Poor Catherine. Um, he was pissed. I think he was, more than anything, I think he was like extremely pissed about the... Um, yeah. The the bullshit roughing the passer call, he, he you could tell he was mad about that. And you can't really say anything. No. Like these coaches and players aren't allowed to say anything. Because you get fined. Yeah, you get fined and all this shit. Pete Carroll's had a lot to say after his. I think he's probably going to get fined. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I, I read, oh, really? read something about it today. Um, it's stupid that they can't hold these guys accountable. Sloppy game, but good for you, Titans, for pulling it out. Yeah, man. You're number one in the AFC. Nobody could take that away from you. Well, <laughs> until next week. Yeah, next game? Uh, next week, another game where somebody took their foot off the gas. The Jaguars um, lost to the Colts 23-17. to Who picked that? Who picked that? Of course I picked the yeah, Colts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this game started really crazy with the Colts blocking a punt, scooping it up, and scoring a touchdown. Yeah. Um, but it kind of went downhill from there. Uh, the Colts nearly blew this game, but thanks to Jonathan Taylor doing yeah. Jonathan Taylor like Carson Wentz things. Man. Oh my gosh! I mean, in order, yeah, I, I, that's what I, he basically had to cover up for a, just a really dreadful Carson Wentz performance. Uh, he went twenty-two for thirty-four, only one hundred and eighty yards. Um, how he did not throw a pick in this game is an absolute miracle. Uh, <laughs> especially considering that he did that crazy left-handed throw thing again what, yes, like while yes. he was being sacked. But this time it worked out. You know what it actually made me think of? It made me think of like in the offseason, they were talking a lot about Carson Wentz uh, leaving Philly and going to the Colts and all that. And there were people who had worked with him who said, you know, the, the knock on Wentz is that he has some really bad habits that just can't be coached out of him. Mm. Okay, and well, to see that, like, kind of like not that's not that's not two weeks in a row that that was like three weeks ago, but still, it's like a really familiar play from just a couple of weeks ago where he threw a bad pick, you know, and it was like almost identical. Um, <clears throat> luckily for the Colts, they were playing the Jags uh, <laughs> in this one. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence, man, oh man, he was he was under siege. He he went sixteen for thirty five. Sixteen for thirty five. Switch it up, guys. 162 yards, no touchdowns. He fumbled the ball twice, lost it once. Yeah. Not entirely his fault because his receivers were dropping a ton of passes, a ton of catchable balls, really. Um, Something about when he throws a good ball, it's beautiful. Look, I I have every reason to believe that he – I mean, I've seen him when he plays with a good team. He yeah. he played lights out when he played for, for Clemson. Um you know, he just plays for a very, very bad football team. Yeah. If you put him on a good team, he'd be great. Um, they're just asking too much of him. Um, but, but you know, on the Colts side, I'll say, with the exception of Jonathan Taylor, who had 116 yards on 21 carries, I'm not sure how the Colts fans walk away from this win with any real confidence about their squad only managing to kick, like, a couple of field goals beyond the first quarter against these very, very shitty Jaguars. Yeah. I mean, that's really kind of once they got some of their, their, their early points, it was just field goals from there on out. Yeah, I mean, uh, you could hang it. Can't hang your head too much. The Jaguars held the Buffalo bills to six points last week. True. 
So, you know what I mean? Maybe they're like, kind of getting into yeah. some sort of a defensive groove. Yeah. I guess would yeah. be the bright spot if you're a Jags fan. Yeah. I don't know. You got bigger problems if you're a Jags fan, uh, in my opinion. For one, if you're a Jags fan, you probably live in Jacksonville. <laughs> um, so, And you got the, the weird, weirdo coach. I can't fix Jacksonville, bro. No. Nah. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Then we got a blowout. <clears throat> oh, my Lord. Uh, what happened here? I picked the... Uh, you picked the Brownies to beat the Patriots. <laughs> that did not happen. No. The New England Patriots put an absolute... Shellacking. Shellacking. That's the word I was looking for. 45 to 7. Damn. 45 to 7. Now, the way this game started, it did not look like this. In the, it would be this no, kind of man. game. The Browns had a really impressive opening drive. It was like 11 plays, ended with a really gutsy like fourth down TD pass from Baker Mayfield to Austin Hooper. Got one of those great plays where you're like okay baker's ready to play this game yeah you know what i mean like he threw it up where only hooper could catch it It was really nice um but sadly that would be the only points they would score for the rest of the day uh obviously no nick chubb no kareem hunt so they had to rely on this dearness johnson kid again who actually delivered yeah you know he had uh they got a good line nearly 100 yards on the day uh 58 yards receiving um but when I looked this up, I looked up the stats. I thought this was interesting. The Patriots held the Browns to a measly average of only 3.7 yards per play. How about that? Yeah. It's almost like they probably knew their plays or something. That <laughs> It's funny. Somebody's, I heard somebody else say that. Um, Baker threw a terrible pick early that led to a nearly immediate touchdown for the Pats. And before it was all over... He was rolling around on the ground with an entirely new injury. This yeah. time, I think it was his knee, right? And he's already wearing a brace on uh, his shoulder. Yeah. His other knee had a brace on it. You know, but it gave us another Case Keenum sighting, which is always enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but I got to say, honestly, like, if we we need to talk about these Patriots a little bit. Because yep. Mac Jones, I, I mean. They're starting to. And didn't I say that, that they need to unleash him? I got to say, but they're doing it in a very doing, interesting way because yeah. they're not asking too much of him. No, they're which, doing it the right way. Which is way. the real problem with all these other rookie quarterbacks. They're asking way too much of them. I, it's almost like they have a smarter coach. <laughs> you know what I mean? At a this genius. point, uh, it's clear that he's the best rookie quarterback from this year. Now, yeah. maybe that's because, you know, he's in. he's landed in the best spot. Obviously, he has the best coach. He's got a better team built up around it. But it's not like the Patriots have, like, all these star players. I, but they never do. But this kid looked really, really fucking good. He and only ready, he only threw the ball twenty three times. Exactly, That's nineteen how you for twenty three, one hundred ninety eight yards, three touchdown passes, no picks, and some of these throws in this game. I mean, he can put the ball in any spot where you know, like it doesn't matter if the receiver's covered. He puts it in a place where only the receiver can get it. Right. I know you think I'm fucking great for this motherfucker. I, I just think he had a killer game. And he, had also, a kill, he had a good game. The other one, the other, what's Enough. his name? Ramondre Stevenson also had a hell of a day. Rookie running back, I think he is. Oh, really? Yeah, really good game. He looked fantastic. 100 yards on rookie. 20 carries. Um, Kendrick Bourne was balling out. Four targets, four receptions. Uh, that first TD catch was unreal. That, I don't know if you saw that. It was sick. The top, uh, listen to this. Top five receivers of the day were all perfect on the day. Bourne, Myers, Bolden, Henry, Harry. All of them caught every ball that was thrown to them. Wow. That's, and Myers got his first touchdown. Then the team rallied around him. It was cool to see. Yeah. 
and even the though I hate the Patriots with a deep passion that burns within, it was still cool to see uh, how they're do- they're doing it right, man. Oh yeah, for sure. They're doing it right. Yeah, I hate them too. They trigger my PTSD big time. Uh, <laughs> the Browns have a lot of problems that they need to fix. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that they talked about on the on the broadcast was that the Browns have at least twenty seven pre snap penalties on the year, which Damn. is first in the NFL. Not something you want to be first at. No. And apparently, they're third in the league in total penalties. I mean, the inconsistency of Baker Mayfield is obviously their biggest problem, but this penalty shit is is like a fixable problem. Yeah. Because if you don't fix it, the season's going to go down in flames pretty quickly. Damn. Um, they got to get it right, man. We got a bet out there that they're ruining for us. I know, guys. Come on. pull it. For, well, luckily, that division is kind of a roller coaster as well. Yeah, so man. We're still safe. We're still safe. Yeah. We're still safe. What's next? Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Buffalo versus Jets. Bills, I Jets. I picked the Bills to beat the Jets. That makes me a genius. <laughs> uh, 45 to 17. Mike A. fucking White, baby. Let's go. That's two AFC East teams dropping 45. Yeah. Mike fucking White. Yeah. Let's do this. He let you know what who a, he was. What a funny week this was. Okay, so <laughs> his breakout performance against the Bengals where he threw three touchdowns and over 400 yards, which led to his jersey being put in the Hall of Fame, was followed up by an unfortunate boy interrupted moment against the Colts. They are who we thought Where he threw a touchdown, (laughs) but he was injured and had to come out of the game. This week, when they asked him how he felt about all the hype, considering that he went, I think he went like 171st in the 2018 draft or something like that. And his response was that, as far as he was concerned, he should have been a number one overall pick. Uh, (laughs) That is a comment that definitely is the front runner for winning the award of shit that didn't age well. Okay, is a hell of a drug. (laughs) (laughs) Because Mike A. fucking White came out against these Bills swinging that big old dick attitude and then proceeded to step all over said big dick (laughs) by going 24 for 44, 251 yards, zero touchdown passes, and four picks, four fucking picks for Mike fucking White. And to add insult to injury, they brought in Joe Flacco on the last drive of the game. He went three for three. (laughs) He went three for three, threw a touchdown. It's like, it's so easy. Joe Flacco can do it. Come on, Mike. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you know the defense is playing a different type of defense. No, I know, I know. But these Bills, (laughs) man, these Bills got their ship right all over their faces. I mean, Josh Allen was 21 for 28, 366 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, the run game didn't do much as far as like yards gained, but they did have three rushing touches. They were just using the air, use the air attack to get close, and then they ran it in. No, but they were doing a lot of uh, end arounds. Yep, they were doing a lot of that uh, using the. We we were texting about it. They were yep. using their. Uh, they must have scouted the. Lateral they were using quickness. their receivers to do run plays. Yeah, more and they less. were like making using the jets the end around slow. the jet sweep and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Stephon Diggs had a big day, finally. Eight catches, 162 yards. Yeah, man. He was uh, Gabriel Davis, who I don't think I've ever heard of. Really? Didn't he used to play for uh, San Francisco? Sure, if you say so. <laughs> um, he looked good. Bills D forced two fumble recoveries. Uh, and just Damn, that's six turnovers total? Generally created a very bad experience for Mike A. fucking White, yeah. who was under pressure just about every time he dropped back to throw the ball. Um, side note on this game, I, I think it's probably, a. as far as the Jets are concerned, the one guy who probably had the best day was, uh, Zach Wilson. 
uh, <laughs> you know, because they were talking about, ooh, there's going to be yeah. a quarterback controversy. Yeah. Um, Zach and, and his mom, Lisa, who sent me a message, by the way. Yes, yes. I'm so <laughs> glad you said that. Okay, talk about prophetic. Uh, d- didn't I just say in the last episode <laughs> that it's been a while that I checked in on Zach Wilson's mom? Didn't yes. I say that? Yeah. Right. Okay. So for those of you who are new to the pod, Zach Wilson's mom has this like huge social media presence. Uh, after her son was drafted, there were a lot of interesting videos from her Instagram that like made us all think that she was nuts. Like she's ripping on Disneyland and saying that shit like you know Snapchat is only for whores. Google it if you. I mean, interested. when when uh, no lies detected, man. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, here's the thing. On Friday, your boy Skip Stradamus yeah. got an actual DM from Lisa Wilson. Yes. Now, to be fair, I DM'd her first. It's not like she looked me up or anything. Right. Uh, hey, it doesn't matter. So, like a while ago, when people were writing like really toxic shit mm-hmm. to her about Zach Wilson's like early struggles in, in, at the beginning of the season, um, and. Uh, Obviously, despite the fact that I have, I'm on record on this podcast as sort of rooting for her to unravel publicly, just for the pure theater of it all, <laughs> right? Um, so, despite that, I do feel that way. I decided to lean into my better nature and write her a message of support and encouragement, because despite my affinity for chaos and uh, mayhem, unlike most of the online community, I place a high value on the this very simple concept of not being a complete asshole. Yeah. Right? Very it's simple. a very simple principle for whoever anybody's interested. You can borrow it. I don't own it. Just, just you know. Yeah, just don't be an asshole. Just don't be an asshole. So I wrote her a message. This was September 13th. Great job dealing with those haters. And congrats <laughs> to your boy on his NFL debut. The internet has turned half of the world into idiots. You keep doing you. She wrote me back almost exactly two months later. Um, yeah, on Friday. She writes, sorry for the delay. I'm buried in DMs. I appreciate your kind message. He'll get there. Damn. So me and Lisa are tight. <laughs> like that. We're tight like that. You call her L Boogie? <laughs> me and L Boogie, we tight. Yeah. So we're tight like that. We'll we'll see. Well, maybe we'll keep the conversation going. I'm not sure. She does seem like a busy person. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to seem like a stalker. You win. Uh, but whatever, it happened. Yeah. All right. She's uh, famous. She doesn't even know how famous I am in right, Sweden, right. which is crazy. Yeah. I should tell her. She should go to Spain. I should tell her yeah. how famous I am in Europe. <laughs> I'm a pretty big deal. You don't know me? You don't know me? I'm huge. <laughs> pretty big deal. Anyway, I just thought that was a funny story that That's I'd like great. to share with you guys. We can move on to probably the game of the week. The Steelers versus the Lions. Okay, so in our pit, uh, in our flip 'em and pick 'em, uh, I guess this happened last year, and I seem to yeah, remember the that Bengals had one. Didn't we decide that just nobody gets points? Yeah, nobody gets. Yeah, points. so I just drew a big red line, <laughs> uh, and yeah, the 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 Lions and the Steelers tied. I mean, I I don't know. I'm not normally a fan of ties. Like, you know, normally, like we say down south, yeah. you, you know the phrase, tie is like kissing your sister. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, except, in, <laughs> uh, except in Alabama, which is the only state where guys just don't understand that joke for some reason. <laughs> uh, so a tie is always happening? <laughs> exactly. I like kissing my sister. What, what kind of tie are you talking about? Where on your neck? <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this. 
as much as I wanted the Lions to get their first victory, in all honesty, neither team deserved to win this game. Neither team wanted it wanted to win this game. <laughs> they really didn't deserve it. The, the <laughs> that last fumble. <laughs> it was so funny. It was like they're, they're you oh, had they're one job. Field goal range. They're gonna get in field goal range. Fumbles the ball and the Lions get in. They're like, yeah, you had one. We're gonna not lose. <laughs> they had one job. Jared Goff was dreadful. Have you yeah, ever man. seen a team trying to play around their quarterback so bad? Never. Ever. I don't. Never. Never. It's in, it's unless it was like a backup, but not your starter. Your healthy <laughs> starter. I've never seen a healthy Actually, starter. there's some suggestions that he's not that healthy. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I read that he's something wrong with his back or something like that. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Excuses. From carrying the team? <laughs> <laughs> From carrying. Uh, apparently, last week, uh, Dan Campbell made Jared Goff, uh, like, to prove that he's a tough guy, he made him fight a lion. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's got his, slashes his on his new, back. He made him fight his new pet lion. His new pet lion. Mm, 14 Damn. for 25, 114 yards, no TD, zero, zero picks. Mason Rudolph looked like absolute trash in this game as well. 30 for 50. 30 Why? For Why 50. is he throwing it 50 times? They had Ben Roethlisberger out there throwing it 50 times too, though. You are trash! I wouldn't have Mason Rudolph. I guess they, maybe they thought they couldn't, because uh, or maybe they were packing the box and they were like, oh, well, I mean, we take the look that we get. Don't they have Dwayne Haskins? Remember? Yeah. How bad is he? They picked him up from, yeah, from the Washington from football team. Yeah, but how bad is he then? I don't know, dude, because I saw this. He, Mason Rudolph threw some of the worst incompletions I've seen all year, like multiple times. I forgot about that. Uh, this was one of the worst displays of quarterbacking I've seen in recent memory. Like the penalties were also an issue for both teams. Uh, the Steelers had a TD wiped off the board because of a holding call at one point. The Lions penalized themselves out of field goal range a few times. Uh, the worst one was in overtime where they looked like. They they basically were getting into field goal range and then they got some flags that pushed it back and then that guy that feel that was the worst most pathetic field goal attempt I've ever <laughs> seen in my life yeah like he kicked it with his knee <laughs> <laughs> the ball like wobbled it was like what it was a forty eight yard kick right something like that yeah not even fifty yards and he didn't make it to I mean it. it looked like the ball didn't even want to be in the game it was just <laughs> like I I'm not even here for this oh man did Tom Brady deflate the ball. It kind of seemed like it. Uh, the bad. only bright spots in this game were Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift. Um, yeah, yeah. Honestly, th these dudes had well over 100 yards and gave their shitty teams a chance to win. Um, but neither team wanted it. No. I mean, DeAndre Swift, we were joking about it when we were watching the game. DeAndre, you know, the Lions were wearing their white jerseys. Mm-hmm. But DeAndre Swift, I mean, he, he I don't know how many carries he had, but he had a ton, and he got ta he had a great game, but obviously you get tackled a lot wearing a white jersey yeah. on a grass field, and it's wet. Yeah. Like, we noticed that his jersey, in comparison to everybody else's, was starting to turn green. <laughs> like, he looked like he played for a different team. Uh, uh, Seahawks. And we started joking <laughs> about how he probably just wished he played for the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> In the division, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it was bad. I mean, this was just an absolute pathetic. It was just, yeah, it tire was shit fire, bowl. shit bowl. Uh, that yeah, it happened. Uh, then the upset of the week. Uh, we can just man the the Bucks. Yeah, what I, what happened? Bucks lose to the Washington Football Team, twenty nine to nineteen. 
Are you who, who called this one? This is funny. Who picked this uh, one? Your boy Sean. Oh, yeah. Uh, Did I get all the upsets? Yeah, I, I called the Bucks. Okay. I think. Yeah, neither one of us would have said the, Buc- <clears throat> the uh, Washington football team. I said the Bucks. Yeah. And you said, or no, you got stuck with Washington football. Uh, our boy Sean, he called it. He told us earlier, uh, it was Saturday, you said, you talked to him? Yeah. Yeah, uh, that 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 the Washington football team matches up against the Bucks. I had my doubts, but I gotta say he was Charles fucking right. right. Yeah, uh, the Bucks really struggled from the beginning. First possession, three and out. Then Brady threw back to back picks. Uh, yeah. The Bucks could only manage a couple of field goals and found themselves down sixteen to six at the half. Yeah, uh, the Bucks also had a very real issue with neutral zone infraction penalties in this game, which seemed a little strange, very uncharacteristic. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it is characteristic <clears throat> of a Bruce Arians team. Yeah, maybe it is. Uh, there does appear to be something about this Taylor Heineke-led version of the Washington football team when they go up against the Bucks. They damn near beat him in the playoffs last year, yeah. if everybody remembers. Uh, that was interesting. Antonio Gibson looked good. Yeah. Good day on the ground, 64 yards, well, two he touchdowns. He started the year looking good. Scary Terry and um, DeAndre Carter were you know, they were just always there when Heine- Heineken needed him. Which pretty good. But slight sort of side note, there's too many DeAndres in the National Football League. I feel like we <laughs> need it's to... like basketball has all the Jalens. We need to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> I got there's too many DeAndres. Uh the Washington D stifled the run game as well, holding the Bucks to only fifty three total yards on the ground. Um there were a few moments where it looked like Brady was gonna have the inevitable comeback, but you know, Washington managed to keep pace, yeah. match them point for point, and ride this one out to a victory. But here's what I think is the most interesting. The, the last drive of this game, you, I don't think we can't not mention the last drive that the Washington football team had. With 10 minutes, oh, yeah. 10 minutes and 26 seconds on the clock, they mounted a 19-play drive that ended with a fourth-down TD run by Gibson to go up 29 to 19, yeah. leaving 29 seconds left on the clock. A nearly 10 Minute nineteen play drive. It was the longest of the year for them. That, that is some serious game yeah. management right there. Yeah. Um, Riverboat run. Look, bad day for Brady and the Bucks. But the Bucks are still a better football team. Yeah. And as glad as I am that they lost, as well as the Saints, so I can go on hoping that the Falcons are still in it for some reason. Uh, I'm not a complete moron, of course. But there's no need to panic, Bucks fans. No, no, uh, no. I think you were just a little rusty coming out of a bye week, to be honest with you. Shouldn't happen, man. I'm actually convinced that the NFC South standings, like with everyone kind of bunched together like that, is just one more sign that the next-gen stats conspiracy designed to continue <laughs> the torture of what it means to be a Falcons fan for yeah. one more irrelevant week I, is alive and well and yeah. real. That is some serious Illuminati-confirmed shit right there. <laughs> I'm on to you, next gen stats. Don't fuck with me. Yeah. Okay. I know you're just trying to fucking piss me off. So just leave me alone. Okay. And I'm not going to stay up and watch the Thursday night game and relive 28 3 all over again. So you guys just do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. <laughs> Can't hurt me anymore than I'm already hurting. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we got, uh, I picked the Cardinals to beat the Panthers. Good Lord. What happened here? Uh, the, the Cardinals didn't have. They couldn't pull it off, man. Cliff is Cliff is Cliff. Thirty-four to ten yeah. was the final it, score. I said they would hit a wall. Yeah, they did. I mean, obviously. Okay, look, we're going to get into the Cam Newton stuff, obviously. But honestly, I'd like to highlight how bad of a start this was for the Cardinals. Yeah. Okay. First drive, second snap of the game. 
ended with a sack, fumble, instant red zone opportunity for the Panthers. Yeah. Second drive, Cardinals get absolutely killed trying to go for it on fourth down in their own territory. Was such a stupid call. Such a dumb call. Third drive, that also led to a touchdown, I think. Third drive, Colt McCoy throws a yeah, pick. Yeah, because Cam Newton threw the touchdown. Yeah. He ran the first one, throws the second one. Yep. And then third drive, Colt McCoy throws a pick that gets uh, returned into Cardinals Horrible territory. Pick. Uh, their next three possessions in the first half all ended in punts. Yeah, they didn't score till midway through the third quarter. No. Yeah. And on a day, like, tell me this. Would you ever imagine on a day that P.J. Walker goes 22 for 29, 167 yards, no touchdowns, and one pick that the Panthers would win this football game? If you just looked at the box score and you'd say, well, how the fuck yeah. did that? Yeah. Well, what the fuck happened was that Cam Newton is Came what the fuck the happened. Package. Uh, who was used in one of the weirdest ways I've seen uh, it, it just seemed like he was going to score every time he touched the ball. He goes, his stat line is hilarious. Sometimes the box scores are really funny. Uh, he went three for four, eight yards passing, 14 yards rushing. He throws one touchdown pass, and he has a rushing touchdown. Yeah, Talk about a easy day at the office. And that <laughs> stiff arm it yeah. was a reminder. He began it all with a stiff arm to run it in. Yeah, He just pushed the defender down and, and walks it to the end zone. It's just, and then he says, I'm back. You know, as as interesting as the Cam Newton storyline is, I think the story of this game has more to do with how bad the guard, Cardinals played uh, yeah, than Cliff. it does to do with anything related to the Panthers. Without that dreadful start, there's no way this game turns out the way that it does. It was just, you know. Somebody wiped lipstick off the pig, man. Yeah, they did. I got uh, a feeling they're going to fall off big time. Colt's, uh, oh, well, yeah, Colt gunslinging McCoy was dreadful. <laughs> 11 for 20, 170 yards, zero touchdowns, and one pick. He left the game with a chest injury after getting sacked the fuck out of his <laughs> pants by Shaq Thompson. And we got the answer to the question that nobody was asking, which is, who is the Cardinals' third-string quarterback? Well, I'll tell you. His name is Chris Streveler. Uh-oh. And the announcers were just barely able to tell us uh, that after playing college uh, ball at South Dakota, he went to play in the Canadian Football League for the Winnipeg uh, Blue Bombers before he promptly experienced his first NFL sack <laughs> on the first play from scrimmage <laughs> on a fourth and 12 play. Uh, tough, tough start for the Strevenator. Uh, <laughs> I really, I hate that for you. When does, uh, when does, when does uh, Baby Yoda supposed to come back? I think he'll probably come back this week. I think okay. they, I actually, I, I'll say this. I think the Cardinals did something very smart in that because last year yep. Kyler Murray he got he got hurt and they played him despite the fact that he was hurt. Yeah. Even though they had Josh Rosen, which seems a little silly. Like throw the kid in. Uh anyway, um th yeah. So they're basically just wanting him to be a hundred percent before they put him back in the game so Smart. that they don't risk their before whole season. And you know, considering the fact that the Rams also lost, you know, yeah, it winds up good. being like, hey, fuck it. That whoo, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh so yeah, so they didn't really lose any ground in that respect. Uh, but rough day for the. Speaking for the of losing ground, uh, who picked this next game? You uh, did. You picked the. You picked the Chargers. No, 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 no. No, I picked the Vikings. Oh, I, you picked. I oh, did. You knew it. Okay. I I had a feeling. I knew it too. I had a feeling that you know these Vikings they're 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 like this every year. Uh, 
where they have all the talent that they need and they do really well and then they fall apart and yeah. then they come back. And I was like, you know what? They've, they've had two rough weeks in a row. They're due for a win. And the chargers I'm with you. I'm, I'm kind of on this, like maybe they are who we thought they were. Yeah. Like they're just, a, they're turning out to be just kind of a little bit better than they were last year. Remember? Yeah. And they only won four games last year, and they they lost a lot of close games last year. I thought they won more than that last year. Did they? Maybe yeah, they, they did. They, they picked after the Dolphins. Oh no, the Dolphins had somebody else's pick. I don't think they won more than four games last year. Oh wow! Um, but the thing on them was that they were really close in a lot of games. Okay. And they they seem to me like a team that's just taken like a little bit of you know maybe one or two steps forward, uh, whereas in the beginning of the season they looked you know. Electric, haha! <laughs> Chargers get it. Uh, <laughs> this was another game that took a while to get going. They were um, seven and nine last year. Okay, sorry, fuck it. I was wrong. I was gonna guess that too. I was convinced so. that I'm an idiot. Oh no, it's uh, probably because they fired their coach. They did, didn't they? Did they fire him in the middle of the season? They fired him after the season, I believe. He mm. was like immediately let go. But right. I'm just saying, like they were like, you know what, this team is missing a white young genius. <laughs> Let's go get one of those. <laughs> Somebody who knew Sean McVay. Yeah. That's what we got to get. <laughs> penalties were an issue all day. The Vikings had 10 penalties for 118 yards. The Chargers had seven for 52. Uh, Damn, over 100 yards. The Vikings had an early 10-play touchdown drive that was wiped off the board because of a holding penalty. Damn. This was basically a field goal fest until Herbert finally threw a pick, and which led to a drive that ended with an absolute dart from Coven's Covens from Cousins yes. to uh, Tyler Conklin, yes. right? That was a fucking. You like, you, you like that? You like that? You like that? That that was what that felt like. That was you a. Like that? You like that? That pass had you like that written all over it. Yes, didn't it? Yeah, I'm sure he said it. And when he threw it, like the way he threw it, and it was just like, zoom, yeah. like it was a laser. Like yeah, my first no thought was, you it. like that? <laughs> um. Both teams got a little better in the second half, but credit to the Vikings D for holding Austin Eckler to only 44 yards rushing. He had he had some receiving yards too, but they kind of neutralized the run. Um, we mentioned Sean. We did. And uh, oh yeah, he's a uh, he's a Chargers. Fan. Oh, we were talking some mad shit about how they were going to lose this game last yeah, week, weren't we? Yeah, and we were right. And uh, well, we mentioned him, and and he uh, he he was laughing about it, you know, that right. we were talking shit. But then he sent me a screenshot. He believed so much in this his team that he bet that they would win by seventeen. Wow! <laughs> wow! Uh, you know what? I was what? like, "Come on, bro!" One of my favorite <laughs> moments in this game was uh, Larry Roundtree. Yeah, who scored? Who scored? Quite possibly. Uh, okay, so first of all, his name. Uh, this is the first thing I want to talk about. Yeah. He has probably the greatest like porn star name of all time, <laughs> uh, and he scored one of the funnest touchdowns of the day, like flying over the top, yeah, bursting into the end zone, and then out with this very energetic celebration touchdown it was like dance. A, a step, a step, a line. You know what I mean for the fraternities. Yeah, I was loving it. He did one of those. <laughs> I was <laughs> here for it. I was, I was like, totally okay. here for it. I love me some Larry Roundtree. What a fucking name, Roundtree. Uh, if if anybody is curious, they should check out some like black college step shows. 
Oh, wow. That Those cool. are very cool to see. I don't know if you've ever seen a step I show. I never have. I want to see a it. A step show is fantastic. They make all, it's all it's acapella, but they make all the music with their body. So they'll like smack, clap their hands, stomp their feet and all oh, that damn. stuff. And they do all of the whole, uh, yeah, We got to put that in great. the Facebook group. I love, that would be really cool to see. I used to go to step competitions. Mm-hmm. So there'd be like one school against another. I would go, when, uh, I lived in Florida. You, it was a big thing down there. And uh, yeah, I was on the step team for my school. Nice. So we do the whole. You out there like, oh, you got served, bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, P- uh, Kirk, uh, Plexiglass, Boy in the Bubble, Cousins, uh, linked up with rookie Justin Jefferson on the regular. Yeah, uh, Jefferson's a beast, man. That dude is so much fun to watch. He had 143 yards receiving Damn. on nine catches. Uh, the Chargers made it a seven-point game late, but the Vikings got the ball back with five minutes left and went on a ten-play drive and ran the clock out to zeros. Nice treat for the Vikings fans, yeah, man. who are very used to biting their nails yeah. all the way to the end. So good for you guys. I'm happy for you. Uh, yeah, but an unsuspecting blowout came out next. Uh, I thought the uh, Broncos would win. <laughs> I was wrong as shit. Yeah, you did. You picked the Broncos. I thought that was a, a 50-50 game. You know what I mean? But I, I went with the Broncos. I did too, but this is such defense. a weird year. I yeah. mean, the Broncos followed up a statement win versus the Cowboys with, right. a, with an extremely um, like pedestrian. terrible pedestrian yeah. uh, effort against the Eagles. They just couldn't get it going. Uh, yeah. I mean, in large part, to, thanks to the, the this Eagles defense is kind of sneaky good, yeah. I, I would say. Like, yeah. I think they're better than... Some of their parts, they 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 forced several three and outs. They blocked a field goal attempt. Uh, yeah. Darius Slay had an 83-yard uh, fumble scoop and score, which uh, Teddy Bridgewater decided uh, that he was not going <laughs> to be any part of at all. Yeah, he made a he made a very uh, well, probably a wise business decision to yeah. not try and tackle Darius Slay. He kind of threw like threw it like mo- pointed at him with his shoulder. <laughs> Like you. <laughs> it was like, you. hey, you stop. <laughs> go, 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 go to YouTube and Google Teddy Bridgewater no tackle. You'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, Jalen Hurts, interesting. Only sixteen for twenty three, one hundred and seventy yards, but he did throw two touchdown passes. It sounds like a Mac Jones stat line. Uh huh. Fifty three yards rushing and got him out of trouble every time they needed him with his legs. He yeah. was great. Uh, I actually like the way that he's developing yeah, right me now, too. and this connection it looks like he's seeing stuff more. Yeah, too. and this connection that he has with Devontae Smith is yeah. really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, Smith had two touchdown catch- catches, but the first one, oh my god, what a catch! With the he did the the one foot in, one foot, one cheek. Yeah, oh you know? yeah, 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 and just up over the top, over uh over the other rookie, the rookie corner, Patrick uh, Sertan. Sertan Jr. Yeah, 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 and they were teammates in Alabama. I think. No. Yeah. Sertan Jr. went to Alabama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't know that. I'm almost certain that they were teammates. I was almost certain that the Chargers only won four games last year, so we know what my track record's <laughs> like. Uh, All right, well, I'm going to look. Uh-huh. See? See? Uh-huh. College? Where do you go? Alabama. Oh, I'm one for one. Uh, no, one for two. Damn, Sorry. He started as a true freshman. Yeah. Jeez. Um... Ultimately, I'm not sure what you can say about either one of these teams at the Same moment. Same here, man. Like, I don't think weird. you can I'm trust lost. either one, Yeah, really. But I will say this. I see something in these Eagles that gives reason for hope. 
right? For mm. next year, more so than anything. Yeah. But that's only if Mr. Rock, Paper, Scissors, Flower Planting in the Garden guy can manage to build something around it. Uh, um, we'll see how much grace he gets. There's something here that I think is worth building around, I guess is what I'm trying to say, which is more than I can say for the Broncos, who I think need to pull the plug on the Teddy B experience. I mean, this dude's a backup, in my opinion. Um, and yeah. the Broncos fans deserve a better, a better option. Under center, yeah, and it still feels like they're. They just need a. They, they, that's what they need. That's what they're missing. So it really does. They might in free agency grab somebody. We'll and for see. a team that has such a great history of with quarterbacks, it's like, have it, I read some crazy thing that since, um, since Peyton Manning, they've had, they've gone through like twelve quarterbacks or something. It's oh like, wow! I mean, it's like they've been searching for the next guy, and he's been under their nose the whole time. And Drew Locke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it happens, man. Hey, Look at my team. Sam Darnold might be available soon. You can try him <laughs> out. Uh, They're going to hmm. probably go after uh, somebody like maybe Deshaun Watson, maybe. I actually, well, maybe that, Aaron Rodgers. Maybe we can use it as a leapfrog to the next game because I actually think the two quarterbacks from the next game mm. uh, will be highly sought after by the Denver Broncos. Uh, the next game was. Uh, just an absolute boring piece of shit football game between <laughs> I agree, man. the Green Bay Packers beat the Seahawks 17 to nothing. Uh, you No, me. I picked the Packers. Um, historically, this rivalry has d- delivered some of the most memorable games. Every now and then I watch the in 2000, NFL history. Uh, was it 14 or 12? Which one? When uh, when they came back, when mm. the, the Seahawks came back and got the onside kick. Oh, yeah. When uh, Jordy Nelson like mm-hmm. taps it back into mm-hmm. the guy's hand, I watched that. That's a a great game. They've had many many great yeah, games. Great, yeah. This was not one of them. Mm-mm, this um, was horrible. I'm sorry, but blanking somebody. Packers should feel good. Sure, Packers fans. But with all this, all the narrative going into this, like I just felt like it just fell completely yeah. flat. Game of the week, everybody. Yeah, saying. you had Rodgers coming back from COVID and his crazy media tour. Yeah, you know? And then Russell coming back from injury. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers needs a full-time PR agent, in my opinion. But whatever, that's his hey, problem. Uh, these are two legit Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah. But on this night, they look more like they belonged in the Mike A. fucking White Club. Uh, <laughs> Wilson went 20 for 40, 161 yards, no touchdowns, two picks. Rodgers was a little better, 23 for 37, 292 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. Um I guess you could say the Packers D and the Seahawks D came to play early. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's it, but I don't know. Um, I don't know. The Packers were were certainly better at moving the ball. Um, good news for the Packers is that they managed to win despite a very bad performance, and they go to 8-2. and two. The Seahawks, on the other hand, are sitting in a very unfamiliar 3-6, and six, I think. Uh, at yeah. the bottom of the NFC West with absolutely no hope of making the playoffs – um, this year, I, I, yeah, that's a little shocking. Which also kind of again, this kind of brings me back to it. I couldn't stop thinking about last off season. You know, Aaron Rodgers wasn't the only one who was trying to get his way out of his team, but Wilson kind of looked like he wanted out too. Um, I mean, what's he going to do in this off season? Stick around for another potential dumpster fire? I doubt it. I'm kind of thinking Russ will be one of the one of the guys. I think it'll be a sort of a toss like. There's still a chance that the Packers hang on to Aaron Rodgers if everything continues mm. to go well, Yeah. right? Because the interesting thing about the Packers is that 
sort of like the Titans in a way. They continue to stack wins despite the fact that they don't always look like the best team on the field. Whereas yep. in previous years, in previous years, they were sort of blowing people out. And then, of course, they get the NFC Championship game and, and they lose. lose yeah. So I'm kind of thinking that the Packers are more um, like I, I feel like I have more faith in them to be able to make it to the Super Bowl playing like this, like yes. sort of finding crafty ways, ways to, to win, win. games. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Seahawks, I think, are sort of entering into tailspin mode. Yeah. I don't have any doubt that uh, Pete Carroll will figure it out. Maybe not this year, but you know what I mean? Retool and get it right. Just get him a new you know, piece of gum and let him think yeah, for man. a while. He's been and, chewing uh, that same piece of gum for two years. What yeah, get him some new gum for Christmas, guys. Come on. What was the next game? Uh, the oh. uh, redemption story. Oh, my God. Uh, the next game is the Kansas City Chiefs beating the living shit out of the Las Vegas Raiders, 41-14. to 14. I called it. Uh, what happened here? You picked the Chiefs. Yeah, you yeah. did. You did. You picked them. Uh, man, these these Chiefs they got they got all they the way woke right. Woke the fuck up. Well, and I, I would like, like oh, to- okay. They look like the best team in the AFC. Yeah, wow. I felt really bad for Miss B because her boy uh, Miss V because her her boys oh, got yeah. worse. Yeah, uh, they woke up. Man, Kelsey was unstoppable. And get ready, because. The entire NFL media world is getting ready to grapefruit the shit out of Patrick Mahomes. I'm telling you. Am I right? Yeah. I heard another podcast actually had another funny metaphor that they used. They said, have you ever seen those videos of like uh, people trying to get on the subway in Japan? And they got those guys like who their job is to like cram people in to the train Really? Just to push him in. I didn't, I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, that's going to be the Patrick Mahomes uh, <laughs> uh, hype wagon this yeah, week. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But <coughs> but they, um, they they looked good. They were back on it. Uh, Mahomes looked sharp. He went 35 for 50 through 406 yards and five touchdown passes. That is vintage Mike A. fucking white numbers right there, baby. <laughs> right? Yeah, he was balling, man. And then they were like going up tempo, slowing it down if they need to. They they didn't never take their foot off the gas. It was uh yeah, it was I was Kelsey was balling, Daryl Williams was balling, everybody Tyreek Hill was balling. Oh, yeah, Mahomes yeah. even threw a touchdown to some dude I've never heard of before. Yeah. Noah Gray. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I actually I looked it up. Turns out he's a rookie from Duke. Oh wow. Not exactly Duke? a football powerhouse. No, not at all. Basketball. Uh, <clears throat> you had a fake punt in this game? Punter oh, Tommy so Townsend nice. throwing for a first down on a fake punt. And I'm Marcus sure they Kemp. audibled into that. Yeah. Once they saw there was only one gunner, I mean, one uh, defender out there, they were probably like, if we see that, if they come in this, we're going to come out of it. Mm. That was a smart fourth down uh, fake. I didn't see any more this whole weekend. That was that was the smartest one. Right. I'm, I don't remember any other smart one. Besides going for it, you know what I mean? That was the smartest fake. Mm. I didn't see any more that I liked. I mean, Derek Carr didn't have a – statistically, he didn't have a bad day. He was 25 for 35, 261 yards, two they touchdowns. They were just outmatched. They were outmatched. Yeah. <clears throat> Chiefs D is actually quietly getting better week after week. Um, They, and, they did a great job. They had – you know, Derek Carr was actually the Raiders' leading rusher on the night with 18 yards. Damn. Not good. Sound you like- got Josh Jacobs, bro. What happened? Yeah, uh, I got Josh Jacobs. <clears throat> Yeah, the Raiders. Fantasy. Raiders had a ton of drive-killing ki- uh, penalties, which explains why the Chiefs had 
29 first downs in this game compared Damn. to the Raiders who only had 15. Uh, Raiders turnovers came at the worst possible moments when they were still in it and had a chance to even yeah. things up. Um, they weren't down by much, but after back-to-back turnover with a fumble and a pick and Chiefs just buried them. I thought for sure that we had bet the uh, Chiefs would win by more than the three that was out there, but <clears throat> mm. yeah, I got talked out of that. Just throwing it up. What happened with that Deshaun Jackson um, fumble? Can you explain that to me? Because that was just such a weird... He got old. He caught it. And then it was like the two guys. Weren't there, there were like two guys covering him. Yeah, and he came up with him. it. They fell down, and it was like he took a step towards where he was supposed to go. And then it was almost like he forgot which end zone he was going to run to. And he went slow too. He like, kind of turned around. Yeah, uh, I think he got kind of pulled around a little bit. Oh, uh, maybe. But he went slow, and then somehow they got to the ball faster than him too, because he was still up. Yeah, and then he. Fumbled. It was odd, <clears throat> and it was like his first catch for them. Yeah. Oh, it was his first Yeah, it was, actually. Yeah, it was his first kick. Week 10, and we finally got to see the Chiefs that we thought we were going to see when the season started. Um, But they are who we thought they were. The scary thing is that despite their struggles this season, they came into this game 5-4. and Now they're 6-4. and They're leading the AFC West as the Chargers, Raiders, and Broncos all took the L's and overall look extremely inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this is the Chiefs turning into the team that we expect them to be for the rest of the season, all I got to say is look the fuck out. Yeah, We'll yeah. see. They got a big game uh, this week against uh, Cowboys. Oh, yeah. That is, that's going to be a good measure fucking, stick. Oh, right my there. God. Talk about grapefruit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the NFL the circle is... Jerk. The talk, circle jerk of the week. That's like the... the uh, yeah, the... Fucking regular season cum shot game of the year right there. <laughs> the cum shot Am game right? of the year. Totally. <laughs> the cum shot game of the year. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, All right, final game. Final game, Monday night football. Uh, you, no, I, what? Did I pick the 49ers? No I, way. I guess I did. You picked the Chiefs, so that means I picked the 49ers. Huh. You must have written it wrong. I feel like I might have. Because I don't no think I would pick the 49ers no. as much as we've been making fun. Did you fun. put it in the flip them in the... Did you put it I in don't, the My picks and picks can pick them aren't the same as the ones with you. I'm saying, oh, I'm, I know, but I was wondering if you if you would have picked it in there. You know what? I'm perfectly willing to admit that we should probably go back and listen. Yeah. Because I don't... Yeah. I agree with you. I don't think I would have picked the 49ers. No. Nah. Something happened. I think I might have had a senior moment. Yeah. Which I've been having a lot of them lately. I'm just gonna do this because <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm, I would have picked the I would have picked the uh, Rams too. This, uh, I mean, I don't know what to make of this game. To be honest with you, what's the the Shanahan thing where it's like he always beats McVay? Hasn't he beaten him like six times in a row? I did not know that until I was watching the game and they were saying that. He, I, I watched the game with the Eli and uh, Peyton. Oh, yeah. How was that? I woke up at three this morning because my kids got in my bed and I woke up to take them out. And then I was like, oh, I could watch the game. And it was uh, was fun. I like watching it with them. It's like chilling with them. You know who was really funny? Who? That one of their guests was Phil Mickelson. And he was so cool and funny on there. I didn't know that. I was just which a, a, play? Which was there an actual NFL player guest this week? Uh, they had Draymond Green came on basketball player, and they had uh, oh yeah, Philip Rivers. 
Okay. Philip Rivers came on, and he because you know I I saw this last I read an article last week. There's a narrative starting to build uh, that we're done with the Madden curse, but there may be the oh yeah they the said it. Curse. yeah they said it did they talk about yeah, it yeah they talked about how people who've come on have been like losing afterwards and they were like man I, I don't know man maybe there's something <laughs> to it you know they were really it was uh, it was fun I liked it uh, I, I liked their program a lot they could they could probably do even more with it they were scared because of uh, Marshawn Lynch. Mm. And then they had Draymond Green, who's not much different. <laughs> <laughs> but he he said ass, you know. But he like kind of asked first. Grow up, America. Yeah, exactly. He kind of was like, honestly, he's like got their, uh, you know what skin, and he's like, oh no, go ahead, man. Obviously, uh, I think um, they joked like you can say whatever you want on here, apparently. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, well, they got they kicked his ass, you know. What I'm saying? And then they laughed about it. And then Eli was like, yeah, Peyton will pay for it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> It was a, it was cool, man. I liked it, and because uh, I, I think the I don't like Mike Tirico that much. Uh-huh. That's who does the normal Monday Night Football. He okay. does, well, he does more than just football, so it's like I don't know. Mike I would Tirico. like to see it, but I'm just not gonna. Who's gonna get up? And then you'd have to like watch it back on because it's in the uh, NFL Game Pass app, mm. so you could watch it. They mm. they kind of push it, but no. Nah. Mm. Uh, what the hell yeah, happened but, to the Rams? But the Rams, uh, oh yeah, you didn't see the the whole game. Uh, the Rams uh, faced a defense that had their fucking number, and they faced a running game that had their fucking number. Like they faced a genius coach, is what it came. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, uh, Stafford, Detroit Stafford showed up. I felt like once they got down, they were leaning on them too much. They had a lot of drops, like right when they can come back. There were so many times when they could turn it around, mm. and it seemed like they just dropped the ball <clears throat> on third down. They tried a fake field goal with 20 seconds left at the end of the first half. I see that. And uh, it was like it was like fourth and long too. Right. And they did this fake field goal that it gets caught. You know, they, right. they catch the defense off guard a little bit. Yeah, they got. They just had two punter, far to go. They had punter Johnny Hecker. Uh, going one for one in his passing attempts, <laughs> but he only got two yards on the pass. Yeah, so he runs back and he, and he throws it to the guy, but then the guy is so far to go because I think he had to get seven yards or something like that. Mm. It was just it was a a really strange call to make, and no, I don't know if people are going to call McVeigh out for it, but I will. That that was stupid and cost a lot of momentum because San Francisco got the ball back after the half. I think McVeigh McVeigh strikes me as one of those guys who will take credit for that dumb call yeah yeah you know definitely. one of those guys will be like look that's on me i was just trying to be aggressive I was having I'm... too much fun yeah <laughs> but uh yeah I, it just at some point because i was rooting for the rams to win the game because of our bet that they would win the division and mm. arizona had lost and this helps us out they'd be tied and then uh it's still very possible though yeah, they can. Yeah, of course, because so. Arizona's gonna fall off a cliff, Kingsbury. But uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the cliff is actually named Kingsbury. Yeah. <laughs> They're gonna fall off that old cliff, old Kingsbury, yeah. Kingsbury Cliff over yeah. there. <laughs> uh, but the the Forty ers looked legit. The defense was flying all over the place. Wow, they had they had their number. It was insane. Jimmy G when, only threw the ball nineteen times. All they did was that zone <laughs> that zone uh, rush. Wow, the zone rush, and then. Debo motherfucking Samuel. Ooh. He was balling. And they were using him to run the ball. They were just like, get the ball in his hands. You it see felt the like picture that. of him on ESPN? 
Oh man, holding up a chain? <laughs> Damn, that's a big ass chain. <laughs> <laughs> On a chain, a big ass chain. <laughs> that, uh, that is a crazy chain. They beat them thirty-one to ten. What an ass whooping! Uh, congrats to the 49ers for. Uh, beating up on a division uh, rival, and I don't know what happened to Rams. Of course, I always feel like the Rams will be all right. Uh, <clears throat> OBJ, they they put the, they kept the camera on him the whole show. Oh yeah, how did that go? I didn't do anything. Probably didn't really really know the offense yet. Didn't he only have like but they lost Robert Woods, and I think he's more important to them than you think. You know what I mean? Mm. And Cooper Cup, uh, he got some garbage yards at the end, but they just couldn't get in the end zone. That 10, they got the field goal with like four minutes left to make it 10 after scoring early in the game. So Yeah, OBJ only had three targets, two catches. But uh, I think uh, there was a pick six or like a pick to put them deep in territory, but he threw uh, Stafford threw a really bad interception. There was one play. There's two plays I want to mention from the whole weekend. There are two plays that were penalties that are getting heralded for their greatness. One of them is Robert Hunt with the – Illegal touching when he inter- basically intercepts a screen pass uh, for the Miami Dolphins and he runs and he gets a, what would have been a touchdown if he was legal. Right. But it's a fucking penalty. <clears throat> so they lost yards and because of that penalty, they end up kicking a field goal. Yes, but think of all the memes that were generated. Exactly. From and he was interviewed after the game like as a member of one of the worst offensive lines <laughs> in football. <laughs> He's interviewed after the game because of this crazy penalty that he did to ruin his team's drive. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what are y'all talking about? What? <laughs> and then there was an interception in this game where the guy gets pass interference, giving the team a first down, but he catches the ball into his asshole, basically. Like, he squeezed the ball. It was a beautiful catch if it would have been an interception, but it wasn't. It was a penalty, and you helped them continue their drive. Mm. But it was fantastic how he can trap the ball with his butt. Uh, keep it from hitting the ground. Great coordination and all of that stuff, but it's like it's a fucking penalty. Mm. He had I don't know. Yep. I, that's two I things that happened, <clears throat> and it's, it's annoying that they it's like narrative over everything and like uh, meme over everything. That's what I'll call it. That's cool. You want to be part of the no fun police? It's all good. <laughs> it's fine. I don't know, man. It's annoying that uh, like I why are they it. talking to Robert Hunt after the after the game? Like he's sitting up there <laughs> with them talking about that. It's like oh yeah, hey, you're part of the worst offensive line. In football, how's it going? It's like, what? What uh, was it like to flip backwards into the end zone? <laughs> yeah. Was that to fun? To almost break your neck after <laughs> committing a penalty. <laughs> did you know you committed a penalty, sir? Like, did you think the ball was tipped? Like, what? why did you intercept the ball from your running back who's allowed to touch it? Like, uh, instead of go block. That's funny. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, yeah. Anyway, those are my, that's my soapbox. Yep. That was week 10. Yeah. Who you got for MVP? Uh just the mentioned week. him, uh Debo Samuel. Yeah. He he they put, just put daggers after dagger into the hopes of the Rams <clears throat> the whole night. First downs, running, touchdowns, like all of the, Debo Samuel's my MVP of the week. I'm going to go with the most under- Oh, I forgot to uh to hit you with the uh, oh, Kevin you, Durant. You, you, you the real MVP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the most unoriginal answer possible uh because after 400 yards passing and five touchdowns, I got to go with Patrick Mahomes. He just obliterated the Raiders. You the real MVP. Uh, in the most disturbingly calm fashion, I have to say, which is something we forgot to kind yeah. of mention. I have Ice never cold. seen him so calm, ever. It's probably because he knows that if he talks, 
then you won't take them seriously anymore because they're talking about her. <laughs> yeah. No, but there was something about, like, he normally seems a little hurried or... or he, yeah, he either He either yeah. feels... He either looks rushed or, like, too excited. Yeah. But he seemed chill, man. He was like... Like, I don't know if he got uh, right with some meditation or if he's like started microdosing or what, but he's like, <laughs> that dude is chill as fuck. Yeah, that's true. He looked good. Yeah, he did. Who you got for uh, Cherish? I gotta go. I gotta go with the uh, with the Seattle Seahawks offense. You are trash this week. You can't you can't not put up points on the Packers. Notorious mm. for letting people put up points on them. And they just they they it was boring to to the point of like why 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 am I watching this? I actually think they brought him back too early. Yeah, they did. Obviously. They did what uh, they did a cliff, and they did all that dumb shit where they were like, oh, he's like Wolverine. He recovers faster than normal humans, and it's like, yeah, oh, they fuck. were they should have uh, yeah, maybe maybe that was that's what the problem was. But they were trash <laughs> this week. Um, so yeah, that's my trash of week. Who's yours? Uh, I am calling out the NFL competition committee as you my trash, trash of the week. Uh, this is the group who some of you maybe have heard of. Their job is to modify and adopt new rules into the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you Keep go onto the yeah, if you go onto the NFL operations website, it claims that their primary goal uh, is working to maintain competitive balance and consistency throughout the NFL. Mm-hmm. Well. I would argue that if that is their stated goal, then they have failed mightily at achieving their primary objective. Naturally, they've drawn a lot of attention, rightfully so, for this insane, stupid point of emphasis on taunting, oh, yeah. which is absolutely ruining the game of football, in my opinion. Were there any this weekend? <clears throat> I don't think so. There were a couple. What, there was taunting. Yeah. I didn't see any calls. But they are now coming under fire a lot from this weekend for the amount of just insanely soft roughing the passer penalties oh, yeah. that more often than not completely change the complexion and the outcome of a game. Yep. For me, this is um, a frustration that has been building over the last 10 weeks. I think we've seen it a little bit, but it was kind of over. It happened a lot this past weekend and I'm kind of at the end of my rope with this thing. Mm. And I feel like these t- these fucking dickwads need to figure this shit out because it's like you need to learn how to read the room because this is the kind of shit yeah. that can turn fans both old and new away from the game. Yeah. Right? They have And it gives it feeds it to conspiracy theories. Exactly. That that you favor some teams over others. And, and they have to figure out a way to address these calls. They're far, it's far too subjective. Um it's just it doesn't because honestly, I mean, if the goal is to be balanced and and consistent, you're just not. And it wasn't just this; like there was another one too, where it was like I remember I was watching the Washington football team. Terry McLaurin made a great catch, heavily contested by two uh, DBs who just like I mean, it was like a double headshot, mm-hmm. no penalty. And because I was watching Red Zone. Like literally, like thirty seconds later, in a different game, something similar happened. Penalty, uh, headshot. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, I mean, you could li- you could almost hear that Terry McLaurin headshot all the way here from Washington D.C. It was that <laughs> loud. It was like pow. Uh, I couldn't figure and it nothing. out. I think that um, I think if they want to be make it competitive or be fair, then some stuff should be reviewable. I know they don't want to extend the game or whatever. Mm. Make some stuff review reviewable. Maybe make it where you could challenge a penalty. I don't know, mm. or or have another outside entity 
that watches and calls it out if it's a bad penalty or pulls up a flag? Because I've noticed they've been this year. I've seen more pulling flags up than I've seen in the past. That's true. I feel like that. So I think they should be corrected more, and there should be some type of accountability for uh, for referees that make bad calls, like that guy from last week with the Steelers game, Steelers mm, Bears. Yep. They just call that bullshit. Uh, well, the league would completely disagree with you on that. They actually doubled down, and they gave that dude a fine. They fined the Bears player. For what, bumping into the ref? For taunting. They fined him for taunting. When did he taunt? Did they say how he taunted? No, but they find him. They find him like five grand. So oh, instead of like coming out me. and saying like, hey, we need to take a closer look at this, they decided to back the ref and find him. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but stuff like that, yeah, this, yeah, they they are trash. Yeah. You got some shit that you learned? You know what I learned? I didn't know this at mm. the time until I watched this game, so I really learned that the Lions do not like Jared Goff. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do not believe in him at all. I've never seen anything like this. The play calling with this, I was just like baffled. <laughs> it's third and 12, and they'll run a draw or like a little like screen or a straight up running play. Not even trying to trick anybody. This is like, what? <laughs> they don't believe in this guy at all, man. It was insane. What was his stat line? You said it was like it was horrible, right? Yeah, it was they didn't bad. try. They did not try with him. And then they got a tie. So they're probably like, <laughs> we got our best results of the year <laughs> when we prove we don't believe in this guy. And then at the end of the game when he uh when he, the, he's, he's trying to win it, they just fumble the ball and shit like this. <laughs> like, poor golf, man. That's a pretty I, good one. I like that. I actually felt bad for him. Mm. What's your your shit I learned? I learned that the high from that magical backup quarterback pixie dust, much like other mind-altering (laughs) powder-like substances, uh, it does not last forever, this high. Uh, And when it's over, it's not usually a smooth or a gentle landing. Mm -mm. Uh, Colt McCoy, Trevor Simeon, Mike A. fucking White, these dudes are the fruit stripe gum of backup NFL quarterbacks. (laughs) Remember fruit stripe? That stick of gum, like it looks cool and it smells good, but you chew it for a minute and it's like you're suddenly you're chewing on some kind of industrial putty. They are what we thought they were. like thing yeah. uh it's fun when these guys show up and go off out of nowhere yeah uh but more oftentimes than not week two of the experience has you wanting to jump off this train quicker yeah um yeah you just throw all the names out there you know who it is you know what i mean all of them there's tons of Mark them quite heineke <clears throat> even though heineke heineke's been out. hanging in there but he but when he's bad when it i'm not saying it doesn't happen that you suddenly discover like holy crap my backup's really good heineke's uh, not really good but it usually doesn't last no Heineke's serviceable. Yeah, he's serv- He's a serviceable backup, yeah. Yeah. And he's going to be up front, though. He beat the GOAT. He beat the GOAT! He didn't beat the GOAT. The GOAT beat himself. That's true. Like, they were, yeah. They just had a... They, they looked past them. It must have been that. He is out there grapefruiting his own self. Uh, <laughs> sc- <laughs> scariest team in the NFC. Or, or AFC. We'll do AFC first. Because uh, we probably got the same one. You mean besides the Dolphins? Yeah, I... Watch out. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, you can call me champ champ. I haven't used that one in a while. I love it. You can call me champ champ. Uh, uh, I'm going to say Patriots. 
Oh, uh, I like that. I like that. I was thinking about that. I was close. Again, I mentioned this earlier. This could just be my PTSD talking, but it nah, feels like these the Patriots out. are starting to get good. I, Perfect yeah. timing because, yeah. you know, my Falcons got to play them on a short week after a blowout loss, which will be great for our confidence while we Falcons uh, fans are forced to relive the 28-3 nightmare. Uh, the only good thing about this week for the Falcons is that it's a short week. Anyway, that's beside the point. Mac Jones looks legit. Yeah. Defense is balling out. They have the run game going. Yeah. They're quietly stacking wins yeah. while the rest of the league appears to be on a completely different roller coaster. Yeah. Uh, They're just gradually getting better. It's which scary. Is, yeah. It is scary. Um, I, I, it's almost like they have a good coach. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the, the ultimate reason to believe that the Patriots are uh, the scariest team is because we have a bet out there. For division winners. And it's only fitting mm. for us to get seven out of eight right and the Buffalo but, Bills not win the AFC East. I still think <laughs> and the, then the Patriots take you and me out. They've been fucking me over for years, and then they fucked you over in the Super Bowl once, and now they're going to fuck us both over taking 50-something thousand crowns out of our pocket. Somehow I still <laughs> think the Bills are going to win this division. They will. But I it. still think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. They're going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be I, trouble. Yeah. Because I think if they face the Bills in the playoffs, they're going to have something up their sleeve, man. That's a really good defense. Bill Belichick is so smart. I, he is, man. And he's he's not trying to prove anything uh, with the – he's not out there trying to show how big his dick is like McVay. Mm. He's just worrying about getting, making a, a good team, best product. Well, he doesn't have to show how big his dick is. He can just tie his six Super Bowl rings to his dick and just <laughs> let them kind of dangle there in the wind. You know what I mean? Exactly. My scariest team, however, is the Chiefs. Because mm. seeing them playing the way they play, that shit's scary. I agree. I need one more week. Yeah, yeah. They got to be consistent. Before yeah. I can call them. Before you crown them. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I get that. Um, who you got for scariest team in the NFC? Um, I wrote in this way, Packers? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The NFC is wide open. It's, it's whack. Weird. Uh, the uh, Packers were the one team that won again, and they won in a different way. So I'd say they're. I could say they're the scariest team right now. But who knows? Next week it could be the Rams. It could be the Cardinals. You, you know, it's funny. I, I actually wrote. I typed up my notes uh, last night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Before I saw the game, and I for scariest team in the NFC, I wrote. Probably the Rams. So mm-hmm. kind of like you. Uh, and my logic behind that was because that, you know, all of the front runners like the Packers, the Cardinals, the Bucks, and the Cowboys have all shown how they can get got. But last night, so Rams did the Rams. Got, got. Yeah. Uh, I, honestly, I, I, I'm, I'm a little, yeah, I don't, it's kind of hard to pick the scariest team in the NFC right now. Yeah, but then you think about, then you have to go to the roster. You got to think about eventually Von Miller is going to get, acquainted with the system uh you have to think maybe obj is going to help them since robert woods is out this is kind of where i landed as well uh despite the fact that they lost last night i mean with this new roster the motivation to play a super bowl in their own building i actually kind of think it's a good thing that they lost last night because it's it's a very clear message to the team that you know doesn't matter how many star players you have we still gonna have to work for this so i think if you're going to yeah. lose a game, this one's the one to lose. Here's your wake-up call. Yeah, Be grateful po- it didn't happen point. at the wrong time. Yep. You know, Because sometimes you get that wake-up call and it's like, 
it's in the NFC Championship game, and yeah. you're going home. You know. Well, next next week they play the Packers. <laughs> oh my God! Are you kidding me? Game of the week. Shit, that Packers could be a come shot game of the, game of the week too. And then they play the Jaguars. Then they play the Cardinals to try to. They could take over the division by then. I mean, they could still win the division for yeah. sure. Yeah. Then they got the Seahawks. And NFC the is insane. We're going to talk about the standings a little bit in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, it's insane. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. Even the Falcons can win. That's how stupid it is right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, this has been a long one, but that's how it is after the, at the review. Yeah, that's the way it works. So deal with it. I don't think anybody's complaining about <laughs> no, that. No, that's true. Right? Nobody, nobody's complaining. And if you they just do, get more John and Skip in your life, you exactly. know what I mean? We're all up in your ear hole. And if you do, if somebody does <laughs> complain, fuck that guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, the way, that's the way I look at it. All right. Well, thanks for checking this episode out. It's been Jonathan Rollins, Skip Musara, and we'll catch y'all later. Peace. Later, y'all. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.